You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for the final day of another trading week. And in a week's time, I think it'll be a different JSE that we'll be speaking about. But anyway, let's talk about the JSE after nearly an hour of trading with Nick Kunza from Sunnam Private Wealth in Johannesburg. What on earth happened to these futures markets overnight? I'm looking at the Nasdaq futures down over 2% and the S&P futures down around about one and three quarters. Please tell all. <laughs> I, I can't give an answer morning, Lindsay, but I can give an observation. Go on then. I desk at around about six o'clock in the morning and I prepare all the stuff for our morning meeting at eight. When I started to sort of type out what was happening overseas, S&Ps are down about 0.7, NASDAQ futures are down about a half. Yeah. Uh, and importantly, all the ADRs we look at, so, so 10 cents in China was actually up 1%. Uh, by the time I finished and went into my meeting at eight, it completely reversed. And in fact, uh, 10 cents still trading for another 10 minutes, it's down 3%. It's had a 4% reversal. Hmm. Um, it appears, if I have to sort of dig through some of the broken notes I've been getting and stuff, that uh, after the big tech Thursday results last night, um, they were a little bit spooked. The likes of Facebook, the likes of Apple, um, even Twitter came in a little bit light. So all of a sudden, there's a little bit of question marks about uh, the outlook from some of these these big tech players, which, as you know, and the listeners will know, would, would has single-handedly sort of dragged these big fangs up with, during COVID. Um, and now I think there's a few question marks. But nevertheless, I mean, someone dumped NASDAQ futures about 7.30 hour time, almost down 2%. So it's setting up to a, a rather a rather bad and, and, and soggy end to, to October, unfortunately. If I weren't so nervous, I would be saying this is a fantastic opportunity to buy because the numbers have been really, really good. And, mm. um, yeah, we've seen this before in the early hours in relatively thin conditions that this thing turns mm. around a little bit. So I would say, yeah. as, as a dispassionate investor, I would say I would buy the NASDAQ now down 2.2%. But anyway, that's me. I've just seen something come across my screen. It says here, process to buy up to $5 billion worth mm. in its own and NASPAIR shares. Tell me more, please. Yeah, that was uh, that was quite an interesting one, actually. So, I was actually look funny enough. I was actually put, I put a note out this morning to clients before they came out, saying that uh, that Nuspers is now trading at a fifty eight percent discount to oh, to goodness. the holding of Process and and um, and the likes of Ten Cent. Uh, it's the widest I've ever seen it. I mean, even during the the, the crash in March. Uh, it was about 42%. So it is just for me, it just seems like if you could do a trade right now, you want to basically sell 10 cents um, and buy and buy NASPERS. But anyway, so so they came out this morning, and, and, and I think it was quite an interesting one. They basically said they're going to acquire up to $5 billion of NASPERS and Process as a company. So right. uh, they're going to do $1.37 billion um, Process shares uh, in the free float. And on NASPERS, they're actually going to buy $3.63 billion of NASPERS. So two-thirds one. One-third split. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I actually don't think it's a bad deal, really. Nuspers is trading at, at the biggest discount record. Look, the, the point is it's not uh, who says it can't go wider. We've seen the story before. But I think at these current levels, it certainly seems like the right thing to do. And I think with with lofty, elevated uh, tech share prices around the world um, and Nuspers and, and Process sitting, uh, sitting on a big cash pile, I don't think it seems like a bad trade, actually. I quite like that one. Okay, so what do we do? Just stay. I mean, you've got a put option essentially, some form of put option with the uh, Naspers and Process shares because of this. I mean, five billion is not a lot, but it's certainly something to give the bears a little concern. 
Mm, mm, it is. It is. Um, I would. I, I think it's quite a good announcement. But look, as we said at the market, we we're just at liberty. What's happening overseas at the moment? And uh, with three days to go, four days to go. Um, I mean, I certainly wouldn't be doing anything, and I'm not doing anything today. It's the last day of the month, uh, going into a weekend. Mm-hmm. Huge risk of it. Huge risk event with with the elections the next few days. Um, I literally am out of all my positions. Um, it's just it's just too much risk. And 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 quite frankly, Lindsay, we actually don't even. I mean, the, the polls are so divided, and the the betting, the spread betters, and the um, the betting houses are all over the place. We just don't know how this is going to play out. It's it really is a flip of a coin with a lot of risk. Stock Exchange News Service this morning. MTM Group Limited quarterly update for the period ended 30th of September, up 3.6 percent on my delayed screen. You've liked this one for a while, Nick. Kunza, mm-hmm. Over to you. Yeah, a really solid set of of, of numbers. A trading update. Um, we've seen the likes of Ghana, which is not big. It's not a bad number in their lives. It's significant. They updated a few days ago. Really good set of numbers. Uh, really solid earnings. Nigeria as well. This the week really solid as well. And then of course uh, they're in line with the recent announcements and the subsidiaries that came out with um, with the South African answer today. And uh, I think they're pretty good. I mean they raised their stake in, in their junior sale that's going to raise some more capital. Uh, subscriber numbers were a beat, came in at two hundred and seventy three million, tying in what they're doing the rest of Africa. And and yeah, solid. Look it's been it's been a huge lag, I must be said. It it hasn't been a, a outperformer for a while. It has lagged like it's peer Vodacom of the last year or two. But they seem to be getting their health in order, and I think this is um, a welcome bounce. It's got a long way to catch up, but I think a solid set of numbers and solid set of, of numbers across um, their subsidiaries in Africa this week. On the downside, Impala Platinum Holdings Limited, first quarter production report for the period 1st of July to the 30th of September. The share price on my screen, again, down 3.4%. But it's, I mean, it, it's more a function of people not liking precious metals at the moment, I think. Yeah, I think against this this flight to the dollar with this certainly this risk off theme today, um, everything is, is on the back foot. That's dollar denominated, whether precious metals, oil, or all the miners. And uh, yeah, I, I think that it's, I think it's secondary that that trading announcement. I mean, Impala's we we know the story. A lot of guys are buying the rumors, selling the news. But on a day like today, um, with this dollar strength, it's, it's it's on the back foot. But that I mean it's as expected. Those numbers are in line. Okay, good. And speaking of dollar strength, let's have a look at the currency markets and the rest of the spot markets and start with the dollar rand because the dollar rand is currently 16.37. The British pound against the rand is 21.14. The euro rand is 19.11 and the euro dollar 116.74, which is, uh, yeah, again, a a, a strong US dollar. It's all relative, of course, but um, yeah, it's gone from 120 to 116.5 in six weeks or so, and that's big for a big market. The Dow Jones last night was up half a percent, the S&P was up 1.2%, and the Nasdaq up one and two-thirds percent. But that doesn't tell the story, because as soon as the market closed, the real market closed, the futures market started coming off and has continued to do so. Uh, so I think the fact that the Dow Jones and the others didn't close in their upper quartile or even their upper half. They closed towards the low end of their trading range. That set the technical tone. The gold price is 1872, doing absolutely nothing. Uh, the platinum price is 849. Where's Palladium, please, Nick? It's actually bucking the trend today. It's up a percent, $22. It's a 2214, so back above the 2200 level at the moment. Yeah, West Texas crude is terribly important. I mean, I know mm. politics is important and results are important, but results from the inventory market in the United States 
also very important. West Texas down another three quarters of a percent to $35.91. Brent crude, $37.30, down nearly 1%. This is quite big. And of course, when I mention crude oil and I speak about the rand, I have to talk about Sassel. Where is it today, please, after a torrid week? Having another torrid day, down 4.86%, 71 rand 85. That brings its move for Mm. the month of October to 45%. So it's gone from almost 100 billion rand uh, market cap at the start of the month. It's now about 50. So it's halved in four weeks. It's a very significant move, actually, for a stock of the size. It really is. As a sort of a Hail Mary short-term trade, if I wanted to take on risk, uh, in the next few days, I wouldn't mind buying the thing because it is when the rights issue is announced, it is going to bounce back. All the news will be out mm. then and then it can then it can go up. I think. I'm, yeah, not, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to do it, but yeah. I mean, in my mind, I will. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that's the general feeling amongst the trading floors too, amongst uh, clients and and other traders I speak to. They're like, you know, just get this bloody rights issue out the way, just do it, mm. get out the way, and let's get back to business. And I think that is the general feeling. Once it's announced, we know it's out there, then they can get back to business and they've got cash in the bank. So as yeah. long as the oil it's price and the rand yeah, yeah. behaves themselves, MTN on the upside by two point six percent now, ninety one. Uh, 2.3% higher. The asset management company, Naspers, up nearly 2%. Process up one and two-thirds percent. On the downside, RB Platts down 5.4%. Sassel down 4.4%. Redefine down 4.4%. Capitec, uh, 4% loser. And Investec PLC down um, 3.9%. I did really well getting out of Investec in the, in the mm, mid-34s. Where's the um, volatility index after this uh, latest round of volatility? Please. Yeah, back up, eh? So we had a bit of a spike. So it actually was a bit of a – felt like a bit of profit-taking yesterday. It was down at 35% during the U.S. Uh, evening session. Yes. Uh, and this morning in Asia, it's bounced back. It's actually up 8%. Now it's back over 40 so $40.50, which, which is an elevated level. It is elevated. really is. I might have a look at that this afternoon, but we'll speak about that. What have you got on the JSC indices after exactly one hour of mm. trading, please? Okay, before we cross over that, I just want to just want to mention that um, yes, if yesterday was Tech Thursday, then today is probably I guess we could call it Energy Energy Friday or Oil Friday, because all the earnings oil majors are, are reporting um, today around about lunchtime. Exxon Mobil, they've got their third quarter results before the U.S. opens. Uh, we've also got Chevron. Uh, they're also reporting, and we've also got uh, Refiner Phillips 66. So three big oil majors reporting uh, later on this afternoon. Okay, so on to the, the, the major indices um, on this last trading morning of uh, of the month. We have the JSC All Share down exactly 1%, 1.00, 521 points at 51,375. The top 40 down 0.9 of a percent, 47,150. And individual indices, technology, we know that is processed. And those two, I think, would be down significantly more. Mm. Technology index up 2%. Industrials down 0.6%. Healthcare down 1.8%. Consumer cyclicals down 2.2%. Basic materials 2.32% to the red. And finally, energy shares. That'll be your Sassel, obviously. That index is now lower by 2.86%. And just look at these futures. I mean, when you started your index summary, uh, the S&P futures were down 1.92%. and only down 1.75% at the moment. It doesn't sound like a lot but it really is and nasdaq futures are yeah 2.2 percent weaker who knows where they'll be when the market opens the real market opens and also at nine ten o'clock south african time when it closes it's extraordinary who would go into the weekend with any sort of position nick uh unless you really are a dealer 
I imagine 99% of most traders and people around the world have a position to to square up or hedge before this weekend will do so. I mean, I'm certainly doing it. it it's uh, This is probably one of the key risk events of the last uh, good few years, without a doubt. What fun. Nick Kunze is from Sun and Private Wealth. That was the opening. Nick will be back with me for the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.